Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. JD Young back again with a new episode of Vice Versa. We are on episode three and I am so excited to see what is to come. So jumping right in, um, last episode they met with uh, Pa and Ink. That's not their name in the series. <laughs> That's not their name in real life either. Um, but they met with Pa and Ink. Uh, to see if they could be the person they're looking for to help them get back to the next uh, universe or the other dimension, but um, it turns out they were eat. They weren't. Um, Pawn Ink were each others, um, and uh, yeah. Now to find out who will join them, or they're each others. I, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed for them. I'm I'm giving them all my love. That vein in Jimmy's arm, it just does something. I don't know. I never knew that a vein popping as someone shakes another person's hand could give me feelings. But anyway, um, so like this whole opening scene with the two of them um, talking and saying that they're just going to live their lives in the universe and whatever comes is just like so cute. And again, I can never remember the name of Jimmy's character. Uh, Tun? Pwen, I think. Um, but Pwen or Tun, whatever. He, <laughs> um, the look on his face when um, it's like, how do you feel if it turns out we're each other's portkey? And, um, oh God, I can't remember his name either. <laughs> Tele. Um, it's like, I'm okay with that. Like, oh my God. And then them being told it's like finding your soulmate. Oh gosh, that whole opening was just beautiful. And I, and I like that um, they acknowledge, of course, what happened in the episode before and explain that, yeah, it was more of a proper probability. Um, we don't know for sure what makes someone, you know, someone else's port key, what makes people each other's port key. Um, we just know they start to dream when it's when they find the person. And these people, of course, don't know exactly about finding the port key because they haven't been able to travel back to their dimension yet but it always makes me go has someone traveled back from the other dimension like is there a way that they can find the groups as well and be like all right this is what we did and this is how um you get back that's that's all i'm thinking about now are they going to be able to talk to someone who has traveled back and forth between the dimensions already and is able to go oh yeah this is what happened and this is how we solved it okay so the cafe scene of course um before the cafe scene we saw that turn was late in picking up telly and um admitting that he had just gotten out of bed when he said that he was on his way i'm guessing um but then um they go to this little cafe and at the uh cafe they're actually scouting it to see if it's a place where the main characters could meet so basically he's doing his um he's doing some location scouting um which is really cool to show that part of the um filmmaking slash tv show production process 
but what's really great about it as well is we see the two of them as they forge their friendship it's almost kind of like they're courting each other in a way some way um with the whole thing you know um yeah it's location scouting but you know they're going kind of on a date to a cafe and (laughs) um instead of tun eating the ice cream he has to eat the ice cream and tell him what it's like and he's asking him you know how he feels about the place until he's like i'm not really wowed by it you know as if they themselves are the main characters trying to find somewhere that's going to be their special place together it's really cute and we saw that as well in the last episode where they thought they were each other's port key and they were basically on a date like going around doing things together um going on a what they would find a really fun date before they found out they were supposed to meet pa and ink okay <laughs> meeting with the writing team and trying to figure out what kind of ending i'm like hold up so they didn't have an ending written when they were pitching the movie to the studio or were they wanting to rewrite the ending um to be something else and that also is giving me like a fear because i'm like oh my gosh is it going to be an open ending for the show like is this foreshadowing the show is the movie that they write going to be like um like basically telling the story of our characters <laughs> and and foreshadowing everything that happens to them are they going to meet again after a long time when we get an open ending please don't do this to us please don't i would be very upset <laughs> in the words of drake um oh boy and um i love how <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, like, because, of course, he's like, I don't know how to write a tagline and synopsis. <laughs> when Tilly is like, he's sick, he automatically just goes into, yes, I think I have the flu. <laughs> and goes into acting out that whole thing on point. That was awesome. But then they were like, you're a workaholic. You worked when you had a 39-degree fever. And I was like, are you kidding? He can't catch a break. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's see what happens there. <laughs> How is he going to do this to get ready for the meeting with Tess's father? So, this show does a lot of time jumps. So, it's like three weeks later, one month later, five days later. It's a lot of time jumps. And the problem with the time jumps for me is. Because they're happening so quickly, because now we're just at episode three and we have another um, time jump, it's not helping me feel um, the pain of how long they've been stuck in this dimension for, if you get what I mean. Um, I think the more effective ways of showing it are montages or, you know, anything else to just show that that waiting for time to pass waiting to go back home um those are the more effective ways so i guess like what was it episode two um they kind of did something that i was waiting for to to come back or the end of episode one um i have to go back yeah end of episode one so waiting for Tun to come back and then finding out that um i was gonna say jimmy but no um that um he's now um traveled to a person who's traveled to a new dimension um like there has to be another way to show the waiting 
other than just doing five days later, six days later, two weeks later, so that we could really feel the burden of how long it's been and 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 see how much Tele and uh, Puen want to go back home and like how this time, like taking all this time to go back home is really affecting them. I, they're, yeah, they said that they're just going to try and flow with the universe, but I feel like there needs to be like, there hasn't been a mourning period, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I haven't really seen a mourning period, mourning what they have lost. So something else I've noticed, um, Tele gets very embarrassed when um, Tun, Tun gets very um, affectionate. And it's already been established that in this universe or in this dimension, you know, it's not really a big deal. But he's still like really embarrassed by it. So something I've noticed about his character. And also that Tun and Puen are, well, Tun Tun liked um, Tez. And Puen seems to not be afraid to just be affectionate but i don't know if it's just his personality like he's affectionate with everyone i mean we saw in the other universe when he met tele um he wore the hat just to be like yes you're my fan i'm wearing your hat and we're in the bathroom i'm kind of stuck with you all right thank you and then um again when um tele was working as the dead body how he wasn't afraid to like go in and I'm showing him, like, this is how close I'm going to be to your face, okay? Like, so maybe it's also just in his personality to just be very affectionate no matter what. And, yes, the episode is called Soft Blush. And um, I'm trying to see if, is it that the two main characters are always wearing a color that coordinates with the um, episode's um, title or episode's name? All right, so I'm going into the second part, and I was wondering what they were going for with Puen, um, you know, losing the thumb drive, getting drunk, causing them to miss the meeting, and then with a the little preview, it looks like it's really just going into um, Tele having to have that discussion with Puen of how would you feel if, you know, Tun ruined your life? Like, it wouldn't feel good. So why are you ruining his life? Um, and that is awesome, an awesome conversation to be had, um, because Tele, of course, already thought about it when he was looking at Tess and like, oh my gosh, this kid, this kid is whose life I'm in. Oh gosh, what if he ruins my life? Like he automatically was able to think of that. And when I guess hasn't really sat down and thought about the full like spectrum of everything and where this could lead to um but yeah i am very excited to see what he does to make up with tun's friends and i'm still trying to find out how oishi (laughs) and i guess yamaha was able to travel to the other universe I'm guessing Nivea as well will make an appearance in canon. Have they as well? Is canon going to print on plastic? That is a question. Okay, so Ton. Oh, but <laughs> All right into each other, um, pitching their screenplays at 26 pictures. I don't know how the hell Ton gets to pitch another screenplay if that's the way he. <laughs> 
if that's the way he <laughs> reacted to them criticizing his friend's screenplay, which, yo, the people who go through screenplay, they can be harsh, especially if you're a newbie, and especially if they're not really looking for, like, amateur work. They, they want, like, of course, the screenwriters they already know to submit. Um, sometimes they'll... <sighs> sometimes it's it's the film industry it's who you know for a lot of stuff um (laughs) how did he get to work with 26 pictures again if that was the way he acted you're telling me his face wasn't on some wall and they were like never let him back in like oh my gosh it's a good thing he knows tess i guess (laughs) tess i guess so as i'm watching jimmy when done whatever um writing on the window i just realized like another really cool detail could have been um like ton the writer is um left-handed and jimmy is right-handed like something like that to add to the whole you're different thing like they established some little things here and there but i feel like there's so much more they could have done to really show that they're in a different dimension or just show um, like for the other characters to have them go, huh, he's really different. And I feel like there's so many other ways it could be done that are not being utilized by the show. But in other slightly related news, I do want to go to a bar where I get to sit in a swing while I have my drinks. That someone needs to make it happen. How is what happening on the um, glass window not vandalism? Can those markers be wiped off? What kind of markers are they using? It's also interesting because it means everyone has to walk around with markers all the time because paper is plastic. Question. Do they use paper bags at grocery store and they're trying to get people to um, transfer to using plastic bags at grocery stores? Hmm. Alright, so with Talay and, um, I keep wanting to say Jimmy, <laughs> my man Tun, talking about, like, love and have you ever been in love and all that stuff, and then Talay says he's single by choice, it does make me slightly concerned with them going with a romantic storyline, um, because there are people who are single by choice and are very happy to be single by choice and um have lived their fulfilled life in you know whatever um they do be it they have kids or also go child free or um you know they just raise their pets you know whatever it is um and how they choose to live their life i i'm like kind of like oh gosh i hope they don't turn this into a no one is sing um even people who are single by choice really want love and if they find that right person that right connection they will truly be happy i'm kind of worried about that hopefully they don't they don't harp too much on him saying he's single by choice and then force um well it wouldn't be forcing because they're kind of set up um, to be a, like a it's destiny kind of thing but I'm worried about that with like forming a relationship and all that stuff then again now that I'm thinking about it maybe if they address it well enough it will be a compelling storyline um, but kind of just have to wait and see I guess okay hold up so the way um, Jimmy's character Quinn delivered that I keep saying that to myself delivered that line from the moment we met i've been falling head over heels for you oh my gosh 
I swear if he turns it into a joke, I'm gonna be upset. That was so sweet. That was so awesome. But one thing I'm noticing about Tele, um, he's like he's not really into love stories. Okay, cool. But you want to be a colorist on movies. You don't get to choose which movies you do. They give you like your scenes, they give you whatever to edit or color or whatever. Are you going to tell them not to give you romance to work on? Like, you have to watch, like, because I'm thinking, like, no, you you have to kind of watch a little bit of everything. Because when I was, like, doing editing, my editing, my editing courses, but also editing projects and stuff, I had to make sure that I, like, if I know we're going to be working on some kind of horror film, that I'm going to watch a couple horror films to kind of see what the editing is there, how they do their jump scares, all that stuff, so I can get an idea for, like, what I'm going to be doing when I'm editing our horror film. And it's the same thing with comedy, with romance, all of that stuff. Like, you have to have an idea of what's out there and especially what style is popular so that you can do it as well in yours and this was like especially since he's working at a studio he's a son of the studio exec but or the owner but he also works there and he's bringing in this project there this is a great opportunity for him as his character to study this romance film and figure out um how they're going to do their romance film like if there's any techniques in there that they should utilize for theirs um and he fell asleep through it i'm like what kind of professional are you like um i would say that is a flaw in his character especially to what his career field is it's like if i if someone tells me they want to work in movies and i'm like oh okay Let's go see a movie. If like, let's go see a movie together, and then they're like, "Oh, not this type of movies. I I want to edit like the a uh, high." <laughs> I'm trying to like think of like some stupid <laughs> the I want to do high end um <laughs> weird <laughs> subculture whatever like what or if someone told me they're really into documentaries so i'm like oh i found this fascinating documentary let's watch this and see you know what you take from that document oh i don't mean documentaries like this i i i I don't want those documentaries i only want these document it's like you if you like documentaries and you want to edit documentaries or film documentaries you would watch an array of them to to know what is being utilized out there to know what to use i'm i'm sorry i just went on a career tangent it's just that i feel like is a really major flaw with tele to me it would have made more sense for um what's my man's name um Pwen, Pwen's character to be the one that falls asleep during the romance film or be the one that doesn't really watch movies because he acts in them all the time and he's not really interested in it. He's just doing his job to uh, make a life for himself. And he, like, maybe he's done with acting in a way, like, he's not as satisfied with acting anymore. And, like, watching movies is just really boring for him. But Tele, movies are exciting and in, in, every genre is exciting i feel like that would have been a better fit like to have that switch between the two of them and have it that ton all of a sudden hates romance and everybody's like what do you mean you hate romance you write romance like that would have been really really cool 
So KFC is in this universe as well. Only the sponsors exist in this universe or this dimension. Um, so KFC exists in this dimension as well. That I find, um, I think I already said my piece on that. Um, but it's kind of goes to the same Oishi thing where I feel like they could have done something with it. Um, where it's still KFC and they still mention KFC, but they're like, it's called chicken fried Kentucky, (laughs) you know, something or here it's only called the Colonel, but yes, the same KFC. It still has all this (laughs) 11 ingredients, spices and whatever it's called. I don't know. (laughs) They're specially, they're special recipe. Um, you know, like there, I feel like there's so many u- un- unique ways that the sponsors could have been utilized that, um, JMM TV played more safe with, and it's not just JMM TV. Um, it's the sponsors probably, you know, throwing their weight around. Like you want our money. Um, you gotta do this bark dog bark, <laughs> you know, something. The subtitles said chop chop and that is such a British thing. <laughs> the only people I've ever heard use that are my British family and that is it. Chop chop, let's go now. <laughs> I can't even do a British accent. Chop chop, are you ready? <laughs> chop chop, we're running late. <laughs> oh gosh, that is... I. I can't recall. Mm. At least it's a, I guess it's a universal term in that we all kind of know what it means. But I feel like people who are learning English as a second language would probably be confused by it. And this is why. Chop. When you hear the word chop, you're thinking of chopping something. So if you're learning English as a second language and the only way you've heard the word chop being used is in term of chopping something up, when he says chop chop, it might be like what is he chopping what is he gonna cut <laughs> i was just thinking about that because a lot of people um like i know for myself i use tv shows um to learn languages like i'll put something with spanish subtitles or in, you know in spanish so i can you know um focus on uh learning some spanish dialogue and 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 the way it sounds and all that stuff or and even with reading it um learning to read it better quicker and all that stuff um so <laughs> i just saw that i was like oh my gosh that needs a, a, a asterisk <laughs> not chopping things <laughs> this is a term to tell someone to hurry up but after the whole kfc thing, that whole montage of them eating KFC and then with the lotus flowers learning that um, people use uh, lotus for love instead of um, roses and all that those were um, the that was a little nice little detail about the universe but I noticed the sh- the, 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 the um, part where um, Tele has the fries in his mouth and not Jimmy ton <laughs> bites um the fry while it's hanging out of his mouth and i'm like are they trying to show that um ton is catching feelings because i feel like it's showing ton is catching feelings and i'm hoping i'm not mistaken because that's what it feels like but because we're in like episode three and it's already showing like things like that i'm like 
what's about to happen and also y'all notice it says uncut version on youtube like because is it because of kid porsche uncut version is everybody now like yeah this is the uncut version to get people to watch or are they really showing a different version on tv and then they're doing like an editor's version on youtube is that what's going on and i'm still at a part where we're going into part four and they showed the little like what's coming up in after the break and i noticed that it looks like they're about to use uh was it nivea <laughs> nivea still exists in this universe people so if you got bad skin <laughs> and you get into a different dimension it's okay nivea is still on the shelf do you have eczema <laughs> Nivea still exists in this dimension. Hold on. Hold on. They're taking a bath together. Um, they're taking... Okay. My... <laughs> Tele has been soaking, cooking in this tub for however long. And he got in his soak in the tub he didn't like wash off first or anything and also tell said he was taking a shower and he got in a bath <laughs> and why was the door open <laughs> why was the door wide open anyway <laughs> also real quick i just wanted to say um was the room cold because um jimmy his chesticles um okay did they did they really subtitle the woo who <laughs> oh god they subtitled the woo who oh god is this gonna be the best bl of 2022 no it is not is it gonna be the best bl of july august maybe not <laughs> maybe not but is this a BL that subtitles woohoo? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, God. All right. So that was actually really cute. The two of them basically kind of doing mini confessions on the back of each of the helmets. But one like one helmet says you're so cute. The other one's like, you're great. You're so great. Uh, the one. No, one helmet. Tele's helmet says the person wearing this is cute and uh tons helmet says you are so great and that is like adorable kind of like mini confessions from each of them that's so sweet I, this is just gonna be one of the sweet ones i hope okay okay all right so <laughs> uh plan has been thinking ton has been thinking what if in order to travel back it's about finding your soulmate the person you fall in love with so you're falling in love with someone and they are your porky that takes you back um and i guess this is going to go to the whole thing of tele not really believing in love and a single by choice and doesn't understand or, or doesn't believe in falling in love or something like that because even if you look at the messages that they each wrote on the back of each other's helmets um the one that was on Tele's helmet said the person wearing this is cute it's very flirty but what he wrote was you are so great which can just be like you are the greatest friend ever um so now i'm wondering 
this might be be me kind of just putting something like in there that doesn't exist but it is making me wonder if tele is like asexual and he so it's not even that he he just doesn't like romance because it for him it's just icky like he's just not interested in this romance so he doesn't understand romance whatsoever so he's so actually not even asexual maybe aromantic so because he's not into romance doesn't understand romance he's not even realizing he's being flirted with um but that also means when he does realize he'd be flirt he's being flirted with he'd be like oh but maybe so maybe he's not aromantic i don't know could be asexual then and then like being flirted with and realizing being flirted with like oh i like this part Oh, oh, I have no idea what they're going to do with it. They're probably just going to make it that he never fell in love until now. He's now fallen in love. And now he shall live his life in love. (laughs) But overall with this episode, like, I think I said a bunch of stuff that I really wish they'd changed. I already said before I wish they would kind of show all the other people and what they look like in the other universes to give us an idea of how, like, different everyone is. Because I think doing that would be a very good idea um like just like when they're in that meeting everyone's sitting around if we saw what their other bodies look like um it would like the same way we see C the actor I mean Tele instead of Tess that would I think make have made everything better in those scenes um I feel like a lot of these um I already said that a lot of these jumps in times we don't need so many um so quickly um kind of showing finding another way to kind of show that time has passed and there's many ways you can show that you can show um you know day turning to night you can show um like maybe a flower blooming and like the time it took the flower to bloom so we know it's a different day um in which show was it where they did it by showing the changing of the shirts like the shirt color kept changing as a person kept walking so we knew it was like different days um even things like that give you an idea of like the time passing by so you can see how long um the whole process is taking um and i feel like they haven't instead of finding creative ways to tell the story they're just going five days later which there's there's so many creative ways that you can show five days later without it getting stale or repetitive um so yeah those are my main things um i don't know if this is going to be a slow burn or if they're going to kind of get into the romance next episode because we know there's going to be romance we know they're going to end up dating um it's they that's how they sold the show to get everybody to watch so i am wondering if they're gonna hurry up and jump into the dating portion because i feel like they need to do that they need to get into the wooing and the dating because like with so many exciting choices of shows out here now no matter how good or bad they are vice versa is not competing very well with the array it's still very cute it's still very well written it's still very well edited put together everything because of course it's a gmm tv series but um even shows that are not doing as well on all those fronts are doing better on the keeping people interested because they did something silly or or um they have an intriguing storyline no matter how trashy it is front 
um, kind of deal. And it's also really hard because sure a lot of people don't like hearing it because there are people who are annoyed by it. But guess what? It's coming up. All, every everything now, everything that's coming out is going to be compared to Ken Porsche because Ken Porsche ended up being an international success of a BL. Ken Porsche ended up being the first BL for so many people and has like become this global phenomenon. They're going on a world tour. They're coming to America. <laughs> They're coming to America. Um. So yeah, like the platoon. Kim Porsche, um, anything coming after Kim Porsche is going to be compared to Kim Porsche. And that sucks um, for everything else. But you know what? You know what? Hopefully, it's going to push everyone to write better storylines. And I'm hoping it doesn't like push everyone to go okay we need more um sex and um naked bodies because you don't there's many bls that were able to give us a great amazing story without even the mention of sex without with barely even seeing hands touch and they were still able to give you a compelling story um for the whole thing and make you really see like these two people fall in love i think um um, My Love Mix-Up is a great example of that because it's just a cute story about teenagers and they're falling in love and we don't see them holding hands, kissing none of them. They, because it's supposed to show this like pure, innocent love. Um, and so I do think that it is possible if vice versa wants to do the whole like <laughs> testing the boundaries, um, but still keeping it to like that level where it's not going um, so far that you can't air it on TV. <laughs> I think it's definitely possible to show like, have vice versa be a very sweet, compelling story. And you don't need the sex for that. You don't need spicy scenes for that. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's it for, um, my, re- my, uh, reaction to episode three of vice versa. I did enjoy it. I really do love it. I'm very excited to see what is coming next. I I want them to start because um, I feel like Pwen was just like, or Tun. Uh, Tun is like secretly trying to date um, Tele without dating Tele outright. I'm like trying to put in there like, uh, I have feelings and the feelings are for you. But he hasn't quite figured out how to say it. Um, so he's trying to say it without saying it and I'd like to see him outright confess or hopefully if that is what I think is gonna happen next episode um but outright just be like hey let's uh let's uh, go out <laughs> let's, let's try dating but he also is like um dealing with someone who's single by choice so he's probably also trying to respect his uh decision <laughs> his life All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Time for BL. Hope to see you next time when we make some more Time for BL. Love ya, thank ya, and have a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. Whatever it is, wherever you are.